Welcome to the Pasquani Chapel. This chapel was dedicated to the Pasquani campers and counselors who died during World War I, and a plaque for that is right over there by the entrance. Our services here use an Episcopal format that has been passed down to us since the first days of camp. Most of us here don't come from an Episcopal tradition, including me. Together we hold a variety of beliefs and faiths, including the belief that there is no God. If you asked each of us what his sense of God or a higher power is, you would probably get 120 different answers. For that reason, our talks here focus not on theology, on the nature of God, but since Pasquani's earliest days, we talk about how we should live. How we should live. We talk about the central values of our community, values that are held up by all religious and, non -tra and non-religious traditions alike. We could never find a tradition and practice to cover everybody, but without an established tradition, the prayers could become superficial, and for that reason we stay with an Episcopal service as a central structure, as a link to Pasquani's past, and over the years we've built a depth of knowledge about the hymns, the prayers, and the ritual. But we've also found prayers and hymns from other religions and non-religious sources that have underscored the values that we hold highest. We add those to our chapel service as we find them, so if you find something good, please pass it on to me. Many of the prayers we say here come from the Judeo-Christian tradition. The Psalms are from the Torah or Old Testament. Many of the readings are from the Old and New Testament. And you may have noticed as you came in, Josh Birchie's mezuzah, which hangs on that tree, um, and is from the Jewish tradition, and hangs on the entrance to a house as a blessing for the home. I encourage you to bring other symbols as well. We use sayings and prayers from Buddhist, Islamic, Native American and secular Sanskrit texts, to name a few, because truth comes to us from every quarter. Wisdom comes to us from people of all races, nationalities, economic backgrounds, and beliefs. As the hymn we are about to sing says, from differing times and manners. Many of our hymns are from the Episcopal hymnal, as they are today. Some of those are also included in Jewish hymnals. Listen to the words of the hymns and of the prayers. Even if you do not believe every word, there are powerful messages in them that we can all believe in and practice in how we live each day. What is important here to us here is not those religious beliefs, but the values that we discuss. And each Sunday we will discuss a different set of values. Respect, friendship, honesty, thoughtfulness and consideration, kindness, and courage. Year after year, we talk about these same topics because they're the values we all need to keep in the front of our minds. They keep us growing. And this chapel is our place to stop and think about them. To stop and think. You hear us say often that at Pasquani, the activities are a means to an end. They're not the end in themselves. A means to an end. It's not so much what activities we do here as the way we do those activities. The way we treat others, the support, the respect we show for others and for ourselves. The activities are a means to the great ends and values that we talk about here in tree talk and circles, values that we try to put into practice 
and then when we leave, to take home to our various communities. We spend less time in chapel than almost any other part of camp. We spend more time on the lake, more time in the lake, at the theater, on Hobbs, in the shop, in the dining hall, but this chapel is where we set our goals on what will make Pasquani work, where we set our eyes on our best, and where we set our vision as a community on what we want to become. Today I want to speak with you about opportunity, our responsibility to seize opportunities while we can, and about kindness. Close your eyes for a moment. Picture the last day of this summer. You're getting ready to walk out of this chapel to go home, and you are feeling great about the season behind you. Stop and think. How do you want to be different? Do you want to have made new friends? Do you want to have helped someone else? Do you want to have learned a new skill? Do you want to have accomplished something? Do you want to have more self-confidence? Do you want to be kinder? How do you want to grow this summer? Please open your eyes. Those ideas are all opportunities. All of those opportunities are there in front of us. All of them are like the seed in the ground, waiting for us to water them, to care for them, to help them grow into the light of day. All of them are like the most beautiful music you've ever heard, written there on the page, waiting for us to pick up our instruments and play. Please close your eyes for a second time. Imagine once again it's the end of the summer, but you, you did not reach the opportunity in your mind. You look back on the summer with regrets. Ask yourself, what went wrong? What got in the way? Please open your eyes. What is it that gets in the way of us going after the opportunities in front of us? Max? Feeling unsure. Tail? Emotions. Emotions. Tell me more about that. Uh, sometimes you get scared or anxious. Sometimes you get scared. You might get anxious. Bixby? Like you have self-doubt in yourself that you don't know if you'll be able to do it. You doubt yourself. You don't know if you're going to be able to do it. Forrest? Homesickness. Homesickness. Absolutely. Jackson? Thinking about the present and not the future. Thinking about the present and not the future. Aubrey? Thinking of what other people will think of you. Thinking about what other people will think of you. Tucker? Other commitments. Other commitments. Theme in many of those things that you just mentioned uh, is fear. To seize opportunity, we must overcome fear. That sounds simple enough, but fear is a powerful force. What are some of those things we say to ourselves when something scares us? Aubrey? I'll do it later. I'll do it later. I can't quite see who's behind Hatcher. Is that Forrest? Forrest, yep. I can't do it? I just can't do it. Ian? What if I fail? What if I fail? William? I'm just going to quit. Isaac? This is not for me. Curtis? I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. Archer? What are other people going to think of me? Bennett? Someone else will do it for me. Someone else will do this for me. Tucker? Those other guys are better at it. 
Those other guys are better at it. I'll never be as good as them. Ned. No. no. Just no. We are expert at talking ourselves out of things. We are expert at closing our own doors. We are experts at self-doubt. To envision our own ability to learn new things, to become even better versions of ourselves, we must have a growth mindset, not a fixed mindset. Someone tell me, what is a growth mindset? Ben? Being able to try new things. Being able to try new things? William? Always thinking forward and not behind. Is that Charles? Getting better. getting better is the goal. Great. Understanding that getting good at something takes time. Understanding that getting good at something takes time. Is that John? Being able to go outside your comfort zone. Being able to go outside your comfort zone. Taylor. I can't do it yet. I can't do it yet. Taylor. Accepting change. Accepting change. Jonathan. Being able to learn from failure. Being able to learn from failure. Raise your hand if you're going to make a, state, a mistake this summer. Okay. Just so we got that all clear. Someone else? Mikey? Thinking positive. Thinking positive. Right? Olivier? Uh, seeing all mistakes as progress. Seeing all mistakes as progress. Curtis? Being open to everything. Being open to everything. Keeping that door open. William? No end to the finish line. There's no finish line. Right? Lorenzo? Seeking those uncomfortable moments out. Keep yourself growing through discomfort. Some of you may know that phrase Carol Dweck, uh, comes from Carol Dweck, growth mindset, a famous American psychologist and parenthetically Mr. Vinny's former graduate school teacher. She found that when someone thought they could grow, that their abilities, their intelligence, the ability to sail a boat, the ability to run loop after loop, the ability to figure out a puzzle, if they thought they could grow, they grew. If we see ourselves as able to figure out challenges, if we see ourselves as able to overcome obstacles, we do. If, on the other hand, we think of our abilities as fixed, if we think there isn't going to be any possible ability that I could do a new thing, that challenging thing, if we avoid risks because we're scared, we won't grow. Avoid thinking, I'll never learn to play music like those guys did last night. Or I'll never be able to do that dive like James Scullin. Or I'll never be able to swim like Sam Randall. Or I can never do something in the shop like Amanda. Go after it. Don't let it bother you that you are not good at it yet. Practice thinking that. I'm not good at that yet. You will make mistakes, and that is how we all learn. Don't let the fear of a mistake slow you down. Some of you may have seen the documentary on Michael Jordan, one of the greatest American basketball players ever. At one point, someone asks if he was afraid to take a hard shot to win an important game. He responded, why would I worry about a shot I haven't even taken yet? Don't let the imaginary future slow you down. Confucius said, our greatest strength is not in never failing, but in rising every time we fall. None of us can become our best selves alone. 
None of us can become our best selves alone. One of the great things about this community is that we are small enough to know each other well. We are able to watch people seize opportunities right in front of us and to see their growth. We bring out the best in each other through kindness and encouragement. Why do we care so much about kindness here? Teddy. Because it will make people feel welcome. Makes people feel welcome. Ian. Benefits both of us. Bennett. Gives people room to make mistakes and grow without being judged. Gives people room to make mistakes and grow without being judged. Forrest? Being kind encourages other people. We talk about encouragement, putting courage into someone else. Olivier? Hard conversations are easier when you're kind. Jonathan? It brings out the best in us and can inspire people. Brings out the best in us, can inspire other people. Kindness is the richest soil to nourish our dreams. And encouragement is the water and sunlight that helps us pull those dreams up out of the ground. Part of practicing kindness is unlearning prejudice against those who are different from us. Unlearning. Our uniforms, our simple living without too many possessions, make some of those differences easier to forget, but let's name them. What types of walls and divisions do people create between each other in the world? Gavin? Their race. Their race. Gray? Uh, economic. Economic. Wills? Political. Political. Ian? Ethnicity. Ben? Beliefs. Beliefs. Different, different beliefs. Uh, yep, Matt? Age. Age. Jackson? Behaviors. Behaviors. Rabbit? Gender and sexuality. Gender and sexuality. Forest? Religion. Religion. Yeah. Fema? Voice. Voice. How you sound? Yeah. Lorenzo? Physical ability. William? Money. Money. Taylor? How popular you are. How popular you are. Uh, Pierce, thank you. Appearance. Tail. Likes and dislikes. Likes and dislikes. Rob? Education. What's that? Education. Education. Ian. Your achievements. Your achievements. Really. Your height. Your height. Tucker. Popularity. Popularity. Forrest, one more. Skin color. Skin color. It has become easier, faster, and seemingly less consequential to be mean and cruel to people we know and don't know than at any other time in human history. But you are not growing up in a world where there is more meanness. You are growing up in a world where it is easier to see that meanness every day. And that makes the moments in front of us all the more important. Because the opportunities are there. The time to seize those opportunities will not always be there. To embrace responsibility for how we treat each other, to embrace the responsibility of going after our own dreams, we must realize that time and opportunities are fleeting. We must avoid a decadent attitude that there will always be more time. I can always learn that later. Later my life will be better. I can get better at that tomorrow. Nothing is promised to us but this moment. Now is our time. Mary Oliver 
and one of her poems said, what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? What is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? I invite each of you to dream of opportunities here. I invite you to step out, to try something new, even if it's just a small step at first. I invite you to let go of fear. I invite you to believe in yourself and to believe in the friendships that you can make here. I invite you to show each other kindness and encouragement. I invite you to embrace responsibility for yourself and others. I invite you to be happy here. We need each of you. Each of you has something to give to this community that no one else can. Each of you is a gift to us. What will you do with your one wild and precious summer? The greatest shop projects are yet to be constructed. The greatest skits are yet to be written. The greatest competitions are yet to be played. The greatest friendships are yet to be made. And the strongest communities are yet to be built. And they are to be built by you. <laughs>